Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Brian Ortega, who was coming off a defeat against Yair Rodriguez. And it was an unfortunate defeat because Brian lost by injuring his shoulder when Yair locked up his arm for an armbar. And although it wasn't the tightest armbar, it was enough for Brian's shoulder to pop out. So overall, just a series of unfortunate events for Brian. And although he's been calling out for a rematch with Yair, it looks like Yair is trying to look for a title shot. So at this point, Point, what's next for Brian Ortega? Because honestly, he's in a really tough spot. He is now on a two-fight losing streak, and although you can argue that this defeat to Yair wasn't legitimate, it's still two defeats in a row. Brian's last win was against Chan Sung Jung, and although he looked amazing in that fight, that was all the way back in 2020. And that's another thing, Brian doesn't fight that often. Since that defeat to Max Holloway, Brian has only fought three times, going one and two in that stretch. And yes, he was very close to submitting Alexander Volkanovsky back at UFC 266. But in the end of the day, that fight was very one-sided and was such a bad beating like the Max Holloway fight. And now he loses to Yair Rodriguez and the good thing is that it wasn't a brutal knockout defeat or a five-round one-sided beatdown. Brian was unable to showcase what he wanted to do, but that's the problem. Aside from his very impressive stretch from when he entered the UFC all the way to to his knockout win over Frankie Edgar, Brian hasn't been looking that impressive in these recent years. His momentum is at an all-time low, because aside from losing fights, he's also not fighting very often. And like I said, he took a lot of damage in his defeats against Max Holloway and Alexander Volkanovsky. Damage that could seriously change a fighter forever. Plus, he's dating fellow UFC fighter Tracy Cortez, and he's also cornering her in her fights, which means his mind is no longer just focused on his MMA career. In fact, sometimes one's mind is more occupied and stressed when they're training someone from the sidelines, especially when that someone is very important to them. So with all this being said, does Brian Ortega still have it? Because I'll be honest, this was a question that I asked before this fight with Yair Rodriguez. In fact, I picked Yair because despite the defeat to Max Holloway, I thought his momentum was at a great trajectory compared to Brian's. Because whenever a fighter goes 0-2 in title fights, it's just really difficult for them to get back into the mix. And oftentimes, their career goes on a decline because of it. So I did wonder, if Brian did lose to Yair, was that going to be the case for him? And like I said, it's really hard to say with how this fight ended. Had it continued, maybe Brian could have won. And we'd be sitting here today speaking about how Brian is still one of the best featherweights. But now he's in this career plateau. It's not on the steepest decline, but he's definitely not moving upwards. And honestly, this defeat reminded me of Carlos Condit's defeat to Tyron Woodley back at UFC 171. Because similar to Brian Ortega versus Yair Rodriguez, Carlos sustained a leg injury in this fight, and because of it, Tyron ended up winning. And at that point in Carlos's career, I too was questioning if his best days were coming to an end. And although I was still on the fence about it, after after his defeat to Tyron Woodley, this slowly became the case after he defeated Tiago Alves as he went on to fight Robbie Lawler, and after that war, he lost his next four. And I'm saying all this because
because I could honestly see the same thing happening to Brian Ortega. I could possibly see him winning his next fight. And then I could also see him getting into another crazy war. And after taking a lot of damage in a fight like that, I don't think he would be the same fighter afterwards, especially with all the damage that he's taken in his career thus far. And honestly, even before that shoulder injury against Yair, Brian was eating a lot of shots. And I even said this in my last video, had the fight continued, I believe Yair would have kept tagging him on the feet. Because as tough as Brian is, and I give him credit for it, his defense on the feet is not very good. And like I said, I feel like if he fights like this one more time, I think that would change him as a fighter for good. So I do hope whoever he fights next, he's going to defend himself better while on the feet. In fact, I hope he brings the fight down more often now. After all, his bread and butter is his jiu-jitsu. So he should utilize that more in his fights as opposed to standing and trading with his opponent. And I do give credit to Brian because he did do that against Yair. So with all that being said, who should Brian Ortega fight next? And look, I wouldn't be opposed to a rematch with Yair. Even though Yair seems like the favorite to fight for the featherweight championship next, we don't know what the champion Alexander Volkanovsky wants to do now because he's made it clear that he wants to fight for the lightweight championship against the winner of Charles Oliveira versus Islam Makashev. Plus, Alexander's on the sideline because of a hand injury. So Yair may not even get this fight at all. So if that's the case, a Brian Ortega rematch may be the move. But then, of course, people have been talking about an interim belt between Yair and Josh Emmett. And for sure, Yair will take that. So if Brian doesn't fight Yair, who is his next option? And I say Calvin Cater. I think that is a very interesting matchup. One that could headline a fight night card. Both guys are very entertaining and are both very likable. And I'm not going to lie, this is a fight that I don't want either man to lose. But honestly, at this point, it makes sense. They're both coming off of defeats and they're both in the top five. And stylistically, it feels like it will be a fun fight. And I think they're each other's best test at this point in their careers. So that would be the best option for Brian, in my opinion, if he doesn't get that Yaya Rodriguez rematch. But man, I really hope he doesn't go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Calvin because Calvin's boxing is way too good and as tough as Brian is, so is Calvin. So this matchup has all the makings for a war, which honestly would not be a good thing for either fighter to go through at this point. So if it's not Calvin, maybe you can give Brian Josh Emmett. That too would also be an interesting fight. It would be a good test for Josh to solidify his spot at the top of the division and for Brian, it's a good bounce back fight. Another option would be Arnold Allen and although Arnold seems like he's going to be the future of this division very soon, I don't think the UFC is going to use Brian as someone to build Arnold up. And I say that's the case for any featherweight outside of the top five. Now, the only other top name that I didn't mention was Max Holloway. And honestly, even though it's been years since their last fight and so much has changed in both of their careers, I still don't think there would be any interest in a rematch between those two due to how one-sided their first fight was. So that's what I think are the best options for Brian at featherweight. But what about a lightweight? After all, I believe Brian's title aspirations at 145 are over. Unless he just wants to fight for fun, I just don't see any future for Brian at 145. In fact, there was a time when Brian spoke about wanting to fight Khabib, so he has thought about making the move up to 155 before. And now that he's 0-2 in title fights at featherweight, now is the time for Brian to become a lightweight fighter. And the best first fight for him in this new division would have been Benil Dariush in my opinion. But Benil has a fight booked against Matos Gamera, 
Murat. So the only other option I can think of in the top 10 would be Rafael Dos Anjos, who is coming off of a defeat against Rafael Fiziev. And if Brian is fine with an opponent outside of the top 10, then Dan Hooker would also be a good opponent. But just because Brian makes the move up, it doesn't mean it's going to get easier for him. Although I could see him finding success at lightweight, I don't think he would be able to become the champion there. Regardless of who Brian fights, I wish him the best. And although I believe his prime days are no longer here, he has proven me wrong once before when he came back and dominated against the Korean zombie. And if Brian Ortega comes back and looks dominant in his next fight, then I would be very happy to be proven wrong again. But what do you think? Who should Brian Ortega fight next? And do you think his best days are behind him? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.